Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Seals in. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I just realized how much my edges are going. <laughs> I know. It's a quite a way to start the day, the Monday. Right. That's, I don't think that's the, the best way to start your Monday. But I just took a look in the camera and it was like, wait, where'd this edge? This whole edge is just, it's very light. We well, you know they got, they got uh, materials for that now. Well, listen, honey, I know the white girls had snatched up all of the Miel Organics oh, yeah. rosemary mint but I got me a bottle because that was a whole conspiracy on TikTok yes and I got me a bottle and I also did what every West Indian in my comments said when I asked about how y'all get your edges back and they said Jamaican castor oil okay yeah so I mixed the Jamaican castor oil with my conditioner. Okay. I was told that's paramount. Okay. And then I've also started applying the Miel Rosemary Mint. I always apply black women for like just their, like their scientific um, understanding <laughs> of hair and black hair. Yes. Because I'm, I'm sure, you know, like guys, we grow our hair and we'd be like, our hair is grown. We just have hair. No. No conditioner, no nothing. And honestly, <laughs> I'm not where I could be with it. Like sisters... I know are very it's a thing it's a it's literally like so today I was casually watching a video about the hair follicle <laughs> did you know I'm like wow I did not there know there were even videos to watch casually about the hair follicle mm-hmm. it's a whole industry it's a whole industry it's very serious so very. and so are my edges they're very serious <laughs> you gotta watch a YouTube video here to get you right I am I'm going to and you know what it means though it means that I was gonna get my hair in twists and I don't know that that's the smartest thing to do I mean aren't twists protective styles yeah. Yes and no. They're protective styles, but they're also going to pull oh, yeah. Yeah, at okay. your edges. So it's like, that makes sense. what do you want? What do yeah. you want? You know what I want, though? To not do my hair. So I may have to <laughs> just get into oh, that. Now, you know, they got my headband wigs now. When I was in high school, uh, I directed a <laughs> scene. <laughs> I directed a scene uh, for our state competition of For Color Girls Who Been Suicide, Considered Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough. Mm-hmm. We won naturally and so at the winners uh gala you have to basically like all the winning sh- all the winning um events perform together okay so we were backstage and it's me and my cast it's mm-hmm. five of us and we were holding hands with uh two other groups that had won because we were doing a prayer circle before the show okay and when we bowed our heads my hunger abaya's headband wig <laughs> with the jada pinkett braids <laughs> from set it off Went right on the floor and she said, Jesus don't mind, and scooped it right back up, popped it back on. So she was uh, Sarah Jakes before Sarah Jakes in the pool pit. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, yes. Well, happy Monday to everybody out there. Uh, we're not in the pulpit, but we are definitely here on the mic to give you the laughs and the facts. You know what it is. We're going to get jumping with the uh, today's Blacker News. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot, Amanda. It's Monday, and the news was heavy over the weekend. We got to talk about Donald Trump who has been indicted over classified documents and prosecutors want to sentence him 
to jail. Also going to jail is Tory Lane. <laughs> 13 years. I should not. That's, you know what? You I apologize. Laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I mean, but. I shouldn't laugh. He just did so much. <laughs> he just did so much. Both of them could have avoided all of this. Yes, yes. We're going to talk about it. Plus, okay. we're going to talk about when we went to D.C., Atlanta, Alabama. Mm-hmm. We went on a whole world tour last week. We got to talk about that. Plus, your big up let down. Can I say who it is to let down? Yeah, go ahead. Teddy Riley, y'all. Teddy Riley. If you don't know why, you got you go. It's gonna shock you. I don't I was like. <laughs> yeah. So it's got some group chats and sixty second headlines coming up today. All of that is coming up today. So stick around. Uh, coming up in this first hour, we're going to talk about our governor here in California, Gavin Newsom, proposing a twenty eighth amendment. Just adding to it. I mean, listen. <laughs> in my mind, though. I feel like once we reach a point where we have more new amendments than the originals, that's start over. That's start over. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Anyways, we got all that coming up for you. So stick around right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember to stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It and give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals joined by Jeremiah like the Bible. And it is time that we jump into some black your red news. Let's do it. So our governor here in California, Governor Gavin Newsom. I like him. Big fan. Well, he wants to give the Constitution a facelift, kind of. <laughs> that sounds a, right a for California. <laughs> right, right. A little touch up, a little touch up. He's proposing a 28th Amendment, Amanda, because as a what? You, a 28th Amendment. I thought you said 20th and I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> 28th. Eight mo. As you know, um, we've been plagued with gun violence here in America. So he wants to add to the Constitution to kind of help um, basically fight those things because he feels like we have the power to do that in our country. So the 28th Amendment would raise the minimum age to purchase a firearm from 18 to 21. It would mandate universal background checks and also will institute reasonable waiting periods for all gun purchases and ban civilians from buying assault rifles. <laughs> so, you know, people complain a lot who are like, you know, sucked up into the gun lobby Mm -hmm. BS and they'll be like, California has the toughest gun laws, but they have the most gun violence. And it's like, well, we also have the most people. I was about to say, California's (laughs) either the entire West Coast for the minus Oregon and Washington. Yeah. So like cut it out. Uh, Also, I mean, we are like the home of like the Wawa West. So like there's that. But on another note, it's really just the fact that whatever the case even if we're having a lot of gun violence, we need to take measures to change that. Right. And what I appreciate about this is that I think a lot of us thought Gavin Newsom was going to run for president. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, I may not be running for president, but I'm still going to offer up measures that I think should make a difference. I have been told by folks on the inside, because, you know, we was in DC, (laughs) we was in DC last week, but I was, I was told by folks on the inside that, you know, they feel like if Biden does win, are they about to turn up? You think so? Well, because, they think so. The people think so. Yes, because okay. basically their theory is that the first run, the first four years, was really just to get the next four years. Yeah, that's true. You're doing a lot of re-electable things in your first term. And so the next term is like, let's just... Well, because you can't run again, so you like, you might as well just... Tear the club up! Right. But be, that being said, this is one of those things where if you're really on some like, okay, we, this is our last run, like we better mm-hmm. do as much as we can, this is the type of thing that could be, that could get passed if there's enough in the Senate and the House mm-hmm. to get behind it. 
I mean, we definitely have seen, that's what the amendments are for, to amend the Constitution as things change. Can you actually, like, yes. <laughs> People don't understand, like, they'll say, like, the Second Amendment, the Third right, Amendment, et cetera, right. et cetera. But then beyond the original... Bill of Rights, first 10. Yes, beyond yeah. the original 10 amendments, it's us as a community, as mm-hmm. a society, as a country, adding yeah. to where the Constitution either didn't include or mm-hmm. didn't consider. Like that's the Constitution didn't consider black people. Right. Well, that's what's also called an amendment because it's amending, amending. what's written. So like you're going to say, we have the 14th Amendment, the 15th Amendment, the 16th Amendment, all these different amendments that granted citizenship to black people, equal, equal protection for all people, voting rights for men and women. Because at one point, y'all know women didn't have a right to vote. There was a whole suffrage movement. People was marching. They didn't want the black women to vote, though. They also didn't want the black men to vote. Yeah. The, the whole suffrage movement it's was, because, but, how come y'all let black men vote, but y'all didn't let white women vote? That's bull. Right, right. You know, they made, like, black women, like, march in the back of the women's suffrage. You know, they mm-hmm. was very dedicated <laughs> to, the, to, to the suffering. They said. <laughs> They're like, we're suffrage. <laughs> y'all suffer. They said, you can march. You can march in the back, though. That's crazy. That's- they also was like, y'all ain't going to be out here looking better than us on the march. <laughs> <laughs> that's not they, they they couldn't have that because you know black woman was coming out with a pin curl and a kitten heel oh you know at all times so i'm happy that hopefully hopefully this actually has some legs and actually can happen because something needs to happen when it comes to gun control gun violence listen i think a lot of people just feel like and they say this i know this because they say this to me mm-hmm. nothing's gonna change there's too many guns nothing can happen and it's just not true things can happen things do change there weren't always mm-hmm. too many guns and there weren't always this much gun there wasn't always this much mm-hmm. gun violence mm-hmm. so we need to amend the way that our country runs if we want to uh, adjust to the changes that have happened in the most negative of ways. I think that's just basic logic. I know that common sense ain't common, <laughs> but that seems to me basic logic. And I don't think any of these are like crazy. No. Why do y'all need assault rifles? I would love to know. Unless you go assault somebody. People are like, well, the police have assault rifles. I'm like, but y'all don't be using them on the police. <laughs> the police are out here killing us every day. Y'all ain't using them. When is the time going to come? But even if through that logic, so you're, so you're basically saying you want to kill people. Like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's what they're like, saying. I was like, I don't think you need that either. They ain't like, hunting wild boar, <laughs> right. you know? So, yeah. yeah, it's a lot. But you know what? I appreciate Gavin Newsom. Shout out to me. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to you, Amanda Sears. Shout out to me. For being a California citizen. Yay! Born and raised. Also, uh, shout out to y'all. Hit me up, one eight five five amanda 8 Do you think that these are ridiculous or do you feel like these are laws that you would want to see our country adopt? 28th Amendment would raise the minimum age to purchase firearm from 18 to 21, mandate universal background checks, institute reasonable waiting periods for all gun purchases, and it would ban civilians from buying assault rifles. Hit me up, one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, me and Jeremiah have been on the road again. You heard because we would be telling y'all like, oh, we're in Atlanta. Oh, we're in. Well, we're going to fill you in. So, uh, you know, stick around to find out what we've been doing. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it's time to just talk to people. Hey, people. Hey, people. We've been on the road. We have. So Jeremiah and I set off like two teenagers to do three cities in six days. Yeah. And it let me know I am not, I'm not a teenager, (laughs) nor a 20 year old, nor a 30 year old. My body is like, who do you think you are? We went to Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. Then we went to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Washington, Mm D.C., 
Uh, two of my like homes, I realized that I was like, oh, I'm kind of from DC too, like very much so. But I didn't think about it until I got there. I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, you had people to call and right. That's when I thought about. it. I was like, oh, I used to live here, like for real, it's for the real. whole thing. Why did you used to live there, Jeremiah? Well, I went to this little institution. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's called Howard University. It sits on the hilltop high, 1867. You know. Got it. Little things like that. Little things like that. <laughs> well, we were out there uh, in D.C. because I was shooting segments for my upcoming stand-up comedy special. The people seeing you, they was taking pictures. Because you were like out and about. You weren't like just behind closed doors. You were walking <laughs> through the city. I definitely was walking through the city. Uh, I really am excited, Jeremiah, about what we accomplished while we were out there. I am too. Like, I mean, I was behind the scenes. I, it's weird. We kind of talked about it before offline with the idea that you have an idea and then you work on it, then you make it. And it's like, oh, we actually made something. Yes. And then the edit is a whole other thing. And that's the stage that we're in right now, right. y'all. So we got all the pieces and it's it's on us. Because <laughs> that's, let me tell you, it's, up to, it's up to us. Because, you know, when you go and shoot, you never know necessarily like what could happen. You could plan forever. And we right. all know what it is. You plan and God laughs. But DC showed up for us in such a mm. major way, really came through just in terms of the vision that we had. I feel like we exceeded the vision. And everyone was loving your look. You kept getting stopped. I was getting stopped. It was like, I like your look, girl. I like your look. I know they're like, what look do you mean? I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> you got to see it and understand it. But understand, uh, we will be announcing the release date of my next stand-up special next week. Uh, that's the plan. And I just want to shout out everybody in Montgomery, in Atlanta and D.C. who helped us to make all these things come through. Um, and then I came back from the trip. I was dog tired. By the way, it was hilarious because I was on a plane from D.C. when the indictment came through for Trump. Really? Yes. And so I was in a row. You know, when you in a row with two nice people, like mm -hmm. y'all just y'all can tell real quick, like, oh, we nice. All of us are right, nice people. Right, right, right. right, right. Uh, so I accidentally like exclaimed out loud, damn, 37 <laughs> when it came through my phone. And the woman next to me was like, you see that? <laughs> Let's lock him up. Oh, <laughs> not lock him up. Now the woman on the left side of me, she turns to me and she says, is he is he ever going to go away? <laughs> Can we just get rid of him now? And I was so relieved because at this point, I find myself like unsure of how people are going to respond to these things. Right. Now, then I got home and I'm dog tired. And then Devon brings a shoebox in the room and it was like a big shoebox. And I was like, what shoes did you Jordan. get me? Right. Because he's always talking about Jordan, Jordan, Jordans. And he got me two kittens. <laughs> So they weren't Jordan. <laughs> but now I have four cats. You a cat lady. I am absolutely a cat lady. And y'all, I just want you to know that when I showed Jeremiah the kittens, it was the most no, unimpressed no. response to kittens. Y'all, she went into a room and was like, <laughs> she, she she threw me into a room. I, I thought she'd go beat me up. I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> and then she like pulled out two like little tiny, like, they were like tiny, like hand Yes. So I was really just like, with these cats, I was so shocked when we were so like. Is that what it was? Because your man looked at me and said, damn. Because I really was like. Two I, more animals? That's a lot. That I was, was like, you know what? Leave. But they're cute cats, though. Thanks, they're Jeremiah. I be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with a group chat. Uh, I won't have the kittens. With the group chat? No. Okay. I won't. But we're going to talk about Juneteenth. Coming up. Yes, and we got to just get y'all into the right mode of things with some facts, all right? Time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and that is... Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, as we jump into the group chat all week long, we're going to be talking about... Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yeah. They like Juneteenth. <laughs> yes, y'all. Juneteenth is coming up. It's coming up. I do feel, though, that, uh, you know, Juneteenth is not just uh, black history. It's American history. Mm-hmm. I do feel, though, that it is specifically to be celebrated by black people in a particular way. I actually talk I about this in my stand-up special. Um, but I think a lot of people are, are really seeing how much effort is being put into erasure and into trying to mm-hmm. take black experiences in this country and make them no longer a part of our history. Mm-hmm. But Juneteenth cannot be erased. It can't. It and literally happened. So <laughs> <laughs> it happened. And I think um, when we talk about like what should be celebrated in schools and what shouldn't be celebrated in schools, I feel like this is something that absolutely should be celebrated. But of course, how do you celebrate Juneteenth without talking about why we have right, Juneteenth. Right, right, right. That's the that's the irony of this country. The, the irony of the United States where one year we get the federal holiday of Juneteenth mm-hmm. commemorating the ending of slavery in Galveston, Texas two years after the emancipation. But then also simultaneously they're like, but you can't talk about black history though. No, no, no slavery. We was all over here. Um, yes. There was no slavery guys. They were on the plantation playing like they were Uno. Happy. They were playing Uno cards. Yes. Yeah. They was playing spades. They was. They weren't they weren't miserable. They weren't getting beaten. Like, what are you talking about? That was like a couple of people. Those two years, actually those two years actually vacation. They were on sabbatical. Just like when women have a baby and go on maternity leave. Right. It's just a vacay. Right. If, if Ron DeSantis wrote the book, that's what it would say. He literally would be like, <laughs> they just didn't know. But when they found out, they stayed because they liked it so much. Like, that's how he would flip it. That's how he would flip it. He would. I'm screaming. No, so like we told y'all last week, we went to D.C. Um, the, this past week. And I finally got to visit the African-American um, History Museum and Culture mm-hmm. Museum. Yep. And I really realized that it goes from like um, the translated slave trade to present. But through each phase, I really realized, not that I knew this like already, yeah. but you kind of see it like laid out. Every phase of our history, even beyond Juneteenth, has been a fight for freedom. Like literally. Before slavery ended, they was advocating in slavery. <laughs> After slavery ended with um, the Emancipation Proclamation and Juneteenth and every other iteration, like Jubilee Day and things like that, you still see in every era black people abolitionists fighting for. Um, freedom on some in some capacity, whether it's actual literal freedom, like no more slavery, whether it's voting rights, whether it's equal protection, like the fight continues in every single era of Black life in America. 
because they're all just phases of freedom. And so I talk about often how, you know, we look at access in America Mm -hmm. for black folks as, oh, this is freedom. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, it's an element of it's a it's a freedom. And unless everybody has the equal access to the pursuit of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. on the same plane, we all don't have the same level of access to those things. Mm -hmm. And so we have to continue to fight until we do. Some, on the other hand, people, some people feel on the other hand, though, that we don't, that we don't need to keep fighting. Like, why aren't y'all happy? Y'all ain't never happy with nothing. Y'all people just always complaining about something. And the fact is, there is always something that we need to keep fighting for. Right, right. Also, be very clear. I thought they try to act like, you know, the white people came on the horses and like saved us. They definitely. Uh, Abraham Lincoln signed the paper and saved us. No, black people have been actively fighting for abolition up until Juneteenth, like every in every era. Of during slavery. What do you think Harriet Tubman was doing? Right, but, but the way they always tell the story, <laughs> like, like, oh, they came and saved the Oh, day. they definitely try to act like it's but a it's white like, savior no, tale. No. And there's people like we know, people we don't know. Like, there are names that we just don't know, people who were actively um, doing abolition work. Yes, it wasn't just Frederick Douglass. Right, it wasn't just Frederick Douglass. So we will continue uh, over the course of the week giving y'all some more facts and information about Juneteenth. And we look forward to celebrating Juneteenth with Mm -hmm. you on Saturday at the National Museum of African-American Music in Nashville, Tennessee. If you can't make it, well, guess what? I will be doing two free shows of Smart, Funny, and Black, and we'll be live streaming them for the first time ever, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. All you got to do is go to amandaseals.com to sign up and get the live stream link, and you can finally experience Smart, Funny and Black live, even if you're not there, live. Live at home. Live at home. All right. So shout out to everybody who's going to be there with us in Nashville. These are two free shows. I'm gifting the city of Nashville. And I just felt like it was time for us to have a little break from all the BS and let's all raise our voices and have a good time. All right. Make sure you go to AmandaSeals.com and get your link. When we get back, we got 60 second headlines. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, y'all know what time it is. Time to keep you informed. It's 60 Second Headlines. Jeremiah, hit it! All right, first up, Vivica A. Fox admits she's open to rekindling her past relationship with 50 Cent. She said Ben and Jen did it, so why not? I just want to be clear. Are we comparing Vivica Fox and 50 Cent to Ben and Jen? You know... (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. The weekend breaks the record with the highest grossing show by a black artist. This is great, but apparently this show like really just defames women and is not a good look. So I will watch it this weekend and let you know if you need to waste your time or if you need to make your time. Yikes. All right, John Amos, you know, good times. Unfortunately, was hospitalized. His daughter is claiming he's being a victim of elder abuse, although his his rep saying she's lying. This is also bugged out that you got to come out and be like, my daughter is lying. I'm actually not being abused. But it's also the fact that you referenced John Amos from being in good times and not from him being in coming to America. <laughs> my bad, my Stay bad. Stay the drugs, boy. <laughs> the boy's got his own money. All right, and last one. The Florida woman who killed Ajika Owens has been granted $154,000 bond. Now, granted, y'all, she has not made it her while. She hasn't made it out of jail just because she's too broke to make it out of jail. But the reality that this woman who literally murdered someone in her community, who has had many, many complaints filed against her previously about her behavior, about her hate language, etc. The fact that she would be granted bond to return back to said community where she has been terrorizing people to the point of murder is a great example of having the complexion for the protection. Stop. 
However, if she does get bond and goes back to her community, I hope y'all protest on her doorstep every damn day. Right, right. And that's it for six second headlines. Hit me up, 1855 Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. We are up. We're up, we're up. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. This is the Amanda Seals Show, and I'm here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. I am extremely jet-lagged. I'm very off right now. Uh, shout out to everybody who, like, hits a certain age, and all of a sudden jet lag feels like you drank. <laughs> and I did not. Like, it's like a hangover, but I didn't have, like, the fun part the night before. So imagine if you actually drunk and then got on the plane and oh had jet lag. That sounds like <laughs> all the weird people. That sounds like all the people you see on the flight from to Vegas, like, from Vegas with sunglasses on and just, like, why are you mm-hmm. still dressed like you never made it to your hotel? Because they didn't. They didn't. There's that. <laughs> so apparently today is National Loving Day. Which celebrates interracial relationships. You know, you've seen the movie Loving. Um, it celebrates the 1967 United States Supreme Court decision, Loving versus Virginia. 1967. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is the decision that said, you know what? It's all right for blacks and whites to mix it up. <laughs> we won't we won't jail you and kill you. Yeah, it's all right for the swirl. It's, it's all right. Which was it uh Mitch McConnell who's gonna overturn Loving with um Yes, Gay even marriage. though he's although he's on he, Russian marriage. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Y'all are funny. Ooh, he literally so. voted against it. Just like that, the way that they be so sticking to their guns, like it's almost laudable. Like, like wow. wow, that's that's commitment. Uh, so shout out to all the weird people on TikTok who are obsessed with their relationship being interracial <laughs> and make it a part of their personality. <laughs> this day is for you. They go eat you up. They could be on TikTok like, look what Amanda Seal said about our relationship. They remember, don't want us to love. Remember when there was a whole trend of like <laughs> interracial relationships where they were pretending that it was like Massa or something like listen, that? Listen, listen. I just feel like there's always something weird going on with this sector of TikTok. I'm like, just be in love and keep it moving. Just be in love, y'all. Ugh. This edge of the internet, people just can't be, be nothing. You got to add a little sauce to it. Keep the sauce. <laughs> Eat the sauce, all right? All right. Well, we're we're going to actually pour some sauce on the news because we got Black Heart News coming up. What do we got? We got to talk about the, the Supreme Court protecting black voter rights in Alabama. Wow. Like, that whole I, sentence. Right. I'm like, read it again. Let me say that one more time. Supreme Court is protecting black voter rights in Alabama. Who would have thought? Well, I'll be. <laughs> Plus, we're going to talk about DC Young Flight, um, his heartwarming speech he gave at Jackie O's funeral. Plus, we got your big up letdown coming up this hour as well. And it's Teddy Riley who let us down, for the record. Okay. All the way there. Uh, keep it locked right here. We got more for you. Okay. Call and share your things I learned this week if you get a chance. Because you know I do my things I learned this week on Fridays. And I want to hear from you guys. What have you learned this week? Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast, And you can listen to Small Doses, which is also available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we will be sharing the latest episode later today, uh, Side Effects of Respect. So stick around for that. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. See me in the Seal Show. Yes, yes, 
Yes, y'all. It is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by... Jeremiah, like the Bible. Let's get into this Black Eyed News. Some good news. This is some good news out of Alabama, y'all. Out of Alabama. I just feel like we don't really get good news out of Alabama. We get a lot of the good news out of a lot of places That's these facts, days there. in America. Especially at the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. But this is a different day, y'all. So the Supreme Court ruled in favor of black voters in Alabama, arguing that the state had diluted their voting power. So in a 5-4 to four decision held that the state violated the rights of black voters by only creating one district where they were majority, despite the fact that black voters make up 27% of the state's population, Amanda. Um, the court ordered Alabama to redraw its congressional map to allow an additional majority black district. All of this is bonkers to me, <laughs> not only because we just are consistently seeing the Supreme Court be like, who cares? Right, right. We're going to do whatever we want, but also because we were in Montgomery with the actual plaintiffs with of this people, case. The people. And I think it's really just uh, for me, if it was really indicative of just. I think we look back at Maya, Malcolm, Martin, mm-hmm. we look back at these folks and it just feels like, oh, it was so surreal. Like they yes, seem so larger than life, but. The reality is that if you're in this work, you're going to bump up on people, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're in this work, then you're going to have to coalesce with other people and work. And it felt really empowering to me to know that I was in the right place to be with the folks that are literally a part of a landmark case in the Supreme Court that is upholding the the uh, Voting Rights Act. Because had this gotten gutted, mm-hmm. it would have. Had this case been lost, it would have gutted the Voting Rights Act, which would have taken them one taken, which would have taken America one step closer to taking the vote away from Black folks. Which is also awesome. we talked about earlier in the show with the Twenty Eighth Amendment that G- Governor Gavin Newsom wants to propose. The fact that the Voting Rights Act is just isn't the law of the land right. in the Constitution is actually crazy. The fact that we have to keep every few years, like y'all remember about our votes, y'all don't don't take the vote. Because it has not been codified. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's something that I also understand. Like when we make these amendments, it still doesn't mean that they are like officially, tishily locked in. It means that we have agreed that this is a change. But even when you saw how there was a codification of like gay marriage, Mm -hmm. they had to agree to say, okay, this is officially the law of the land forever. But even with the Voting Rights Act, too, like, because technically they're like, well, y'all do have the right to vote. Y'all can go vote. But also remembering that, like, during Jim Crow, they add all the different little things. We got a poll text. We got a literacy test. We got a grandfather clause. Like, all these different things that are technically you still have the right to vote, but it's impeding to your right to vote. And even the thing with the congressional maps, like not having drawn your um, maps so you're disenfranchising black voters. It's like y'all voted. But we're not really counting y'all vote for real, for real. Yeah, it's performative. Right, right. It's literally just mm-hmm. enough. And it was Judge Ketanji Brown who said, uh, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, who said, wait, y'all can't do this. The whole point of the, the Voting Rights Act was to preserve the right of black voters. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to say, y'all bringing race into this. Why y'all bringing race into it? And she's like, because race is into it. Right. It's always been into it. That's that's why we're here. That's why we're here. And it also gave me some insight into why. And I, I know some of y'all going to flip the script when I say this, but I understand more now why Joe Biden said you vote Democrat like if you're black. OK, Keep OK, going. because <laughs> this listening. congressional because if you look at Alabama's congressional districts, uh-huh. they're basing the shift on the fact that the vast majority of the all the congressional districts, except for one, mm-hmm. are Republican. Right. And the one that has the majority black people is Democrat. Mm-hmm. 
So that's where the correlation is coming to say, well, we would be able to have a more uh, democratic representation if we had more black folks because black folks naturally uh, vote Democrat because for the for what it's worth. Up until this point, it has been in our best interest to do so. Mm -hmm. I know people are like, y'all just are blindly supporting Democrats. It's like, well, if there's only two options, for the most part, that's actually been the best choice. There's not many options to choose from people. Like some people just want to be contrary. Mm -hmm. But that was something that was enlightening to me. No, that's real. To your point, like they're diluting the vote. They're like, okay, well, we can like make y'all vote less impactful. We can kind of keep 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 the shenanigans going on around here. Yeah. And if we can just put all the black people in one place and Mm -hmm. put a sprinkle sprinkle everywhere else, we'll still outnumber y'all and it won't matter what y'all do. So thank you and shout out to the plaintiffs in this case. um, Merrill versus Milligan and keep fighting the good fight. Because that's really how it's going to change. Mm-hmm. If people just have to really be committed to like, you know what? It's not a waste of my time. I'm with you. When Voting we get, matters. Voting matters. I know y'all <laughs> y'all really want to believe it don't so that you don't have to do it. But it really does. When we got back, we got more Blacker news for you. We'll be talking about DC and Fly. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Also, we got the Big Up Let Down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. <sighs> this is a sad story for Black Your News. It's like a good, but sad. Right, right. So if you guys didn't know already, we talked about it last week, but DC Young Fly lost his partner, Jackie O, which he met on the set of Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the weekend, he gave a heartwarming speech at Jackie O's funeral. We actually have a clip for him. I love you, Jack. These kids are beautiful, man. God granted us strength to have three. You know, I was trying to have Sam Mo. <laughs> she gonna beat me up for that one. <laughs> but I love you, girl. And I want our kids to understand that you had a beautiful soul. And you didn't leave us. You in heaven. Your spirit is with us. You still here. And we got an amazing support system. We got a beautiful support system. Because they came out. Love you. Kept them laughing. I love that. I think... I mean, everyone obviously grieves differently, differently, but I think it wouldn't be like DC Young Fly if he didn't have like that humor. I think that's what we, we know him for. Like his, his. I think it would have still been DC Young Fly if well, he was yeah. sad at a funeral. Well, no, that's not what I mean. I guess more <laughs> so like, I think sometimes we lose the relationship we have with that person in our sadness, that make, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the guy for the moment I die, I feel like most people know me as like fun and like lighthearted. And I want, I want people to reflect me in my funeral in, in that way, if that makes sense. I guess we more, um, not jovial is the word, but 
remember me in a, in a fun way, if that makes sense. Like even kind of having like those little those little bits of like humor. I think. No, absolutely. I mean, I don't feel like it should. I think you know, her death is so tragic. Mm-hmm. So I think there's also like there's a different kind of energy that mm-hmm. happens with like a tragic death versus just like old age. Right. Um. But I think in just the case of DC, like he's silly, mm-hmm. you know. So it seems natural that he would express his grief in this way. And he was also high as hell. You can't tell me he wasn't high as hell. You can't tell me. You can't tell me. And he probably needed to be, right? This is very, very heavy. Yeah. Uh, they do have three children. And for what it's worth, I just don't think that there was any, like, concern going into this. It's not like she was sick. It's right. not like, you know what I mean? Right. And so I think that that, for so many people, is that's the blind side. But, uh, you know, we send a, a love and light to his family and to their children. And yes. I loved hearing him say that they have a support system uh, because that's real. And then like three days later, Carlos Miller and his girl announced that they are together. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Los was like, whoa, we whoa, got we it. Got we it. Got Let, it. Let's you know what? Let me just Let step into like this. this. Yeah, because. <laughs> Cause that's why are you laughing? Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's to be, you know, Carlos, DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, mm. they make up 85 South. Like right. he know Jackie, like he was on Wildin' Out. Like mm. so, I think for a lot of brothers though, a lot of folks when they see death, they really like get a jolt of like, oh wait, there is like time is not just an unending mm. thing. Right. It's it's finite. It ends at a certain point. We have yes. a beginning, we have an end, and we don't know when the end is near or how near it is. Um, but I like to your point, I am happy he does have a support system because in the months, the years to come, you're gonna need those people to lean on. Outside, just this one moment where everyone's like, condolences, sorry, we we wish you well. For the first two weeks, that's all you get, and mm-hmm. then it's life. Yep. You know, we all keep on living, and that's the doozy of it. So shout out to DC Young Fly and um, you know, sending love. When we get back, sit for Black Hair News. We got a big up let down, so don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah, like the Bible, and Amanda Seals. Amanda, you know what time it is? I do. It's time for your Big Up, Big Up, Let Down. All right, y'all, today's Big Up, Big Up goes to country music legend and star. Garth Brooks. What? Yeah. What's going on? So Garth Brooks says his new bar will serve Bud Light despite the conservative. <laughs> they gonna serve what? <laughs> Bud Light <laughs> despite the conservative boycott. Now I don't know about y'all if you didn't know, but basically people were upset that Bud Light was doing stuff with a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they started saying, you know what, we're not going to drink Bud Light anymore. You know, this fool Chris Rock was out there shooting up cans of Bud Light. You know, I don't understand these people, but they always feel like the best way to show their dislike for the decisions that these giant corporations make mm-hmm. is to destroy their own property. That they pay for. <laughs> yes, I don't really understand it, but you know what, it's not for me to understand. But long story short, Garth Brooks is opening a bar down in Tennessee and you know he said I am gonna do what I want to do his new Nashville honky tonk uh, it's on lower Broadway and he said I want it to be a place you feel safe in I want it to be a place where you feel like there are manners and people like one another and yes we're going to serve every brand of beer we just are it's not our decision to make our thing is this If you are let into this house, 
love one another. If you're an a-hole, there are plenty of other places on Lower Broadway. And I really appreciate that. You know, because listen, the country stars are so much supported by this Republican, you know, red state that I think a lot of folks would say, well, I'm not going to let my fans go. I'm just going to fold. Well, Garth Briggs probably also has like bajillions, bajillions, bajillions of dollars. So he's also like, you know what? I don't care. You saw they did the Dixie Chicks back in the day. I did. Get them out of here. But you know what Garth Brooks said? (laughs) I got friends in low places where... The fact that I know that... Right, you've been right into that. (laughs) The Oasis... So shout out to Garth Brooks. He gets the... Pick up, pick up. With his cowboy hat on, standing up for the people. (laughs) Now today's... Let down. Let down. You know, the man... He created a new Jack Swing. Okay? He, he gave us, he gave us Guy. I like. He gave us Rump Shaker. He even gave us like Keith Sweat Records. I'm talking about Teddy Riley. He gave us one of the most legendary verses of all time. Not because of the back and forth of the songs, but because of his Wi-Fi and its inability to function properly. Your man's Teddy Riley be over there on his Instagram acting up. Now, first. It was the anti-vaxxing. Look, I get it if you're like, I didn't want to get vaccinated, but he was like really, really on some anti-vaxxer, like conspiracy theory, like low-key, are you QAnon type stuff. (laughs) Well, now he is very much in support of Donald Trump. And I just don't understand. I get it. He released his brother who was doing double life in prison. So maybe he's like pinned up against the wall and he got to do this. Mm. But it feels too genuine and I know him as a music dude not an actor cause don't he be in the comments too yes so, and he be challenging folks he literally <laughs> said that Trump taught him quote unquote how to be a free man of this country why right. is Trump teaching you anything other than how to poorly put on self tanner he said he believes that Trump can do something amazing for us because he did it for Africa while he was in office great music Great. Great music. Killing it on the guitar. <laughs> yeah. But no. He cannot have a piece of my love. It's no. a rap. Jeremiah no. probably doesn't understand that reference because he's I too do young. I know that song. Can I get a piece of your love? That's actually not how the song goes. But you can have a piece but... of my love. Same thing, same. That's why I'm going to karaoke because I don't know the lyrics to the song. <laughs> but I need a melody. This is about Teddy Riley. <laughs> Something for Trump, not me. Well, I will end this by saying <laughs> I had to go to his Twitter. I mean, I had to go to his Instagram and unfollow. And mm-hmm. while I did, I sang, you know, I'm saying bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Anyways, so that is today's Letdown. Teddy Riley is a Trump supporter, but like proud. Damn, Teddy. Also, did his brother do it or did like his brother was serving two consecutive like like I hope he was exonerated because he was innocent. Right. Not because he's Telly Riley's brother. And because they had two million dollars to get the pardon. Because that's the whole thing going on with Giuliani, by the way, is that Giuliani was getting like two million dollars to get Trump to pardon people. Remember Lil Wayne? Yeah. All of that. Anywho, that is today's Big Up Let Down. Uh, We're going to go to the phone lines when we get back. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible, and that's 
Amanda Seals. We always let y'all listen to the show, y'all. And if you miss anything, you can check us out wherever you get your podcast. It's available everywhere. Just type in on the little computer, on the phone, Amanda Seals Show, it pop on up. Plus, we love taking y'all calls. Any topic, you can call in, reach out, say what's up. Call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And we're actually going to go to the phone lines right now. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. This is Takora calling from California. And I just woke up this morning with this on my mind. What a president-elect would need to do for me to vote Thank for him. You. He would have yes. to do something about the ho- housing crisis and get some affordable housing going because homeless people can't afford housing. Me and my husband work and we can barely afford housing. So, like, you know, get that situated. Um, we need some free health care. We need some free education. Everybody need to get per household, per person, $100 food stamps per person, per household. I'm just saying, you know, little things like that. That's all. That's all. If you say those things, I might be inclined to vote for you. Okay. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. You see, somebody listened. I've been begging folks to call in and tell us, what would you want a president to say they're going to do and actually do? Don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till the last minute, y'all. Let's start making these demands now. Um, I mean, Cornell West is now running. Maybe he'll do it. You know what I need to look into, though? Uh, people talk about the the housing crisis, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the president can affect that, like federally. Federally? Mm. Yeah, because so much of that has to do with what's happening on a state level mm. in terms of housing, in terms of redlining, in right. terms of taxes, et cetera, et cetera. So I wonder how that could be affected on a federal level outside of um, maybe changing the situation with loans, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, of course, we saw people earlier this year, like, lose their minds because they were like, they're going to give people uh, a break who has lower credit. And right. They ain't like that. They ain't like that. Which wasn't even anything to do with Joe Biden, by the way. Nothing to your point. Like, because when Karen Bass went in L.A., that was like one of her big things, like dealing with the housing crisis yes, on a local it is level. Bonkers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But Shakora, you said $100 food stamps. We need more than $100, baby. You, you been to the grocery store? $100 a month. When the dollar store is not a dollar anymore, right. $100 ain't it. That, you'd be like, hold up. That's, that's not even, it's like a few days, maybe, in California. Oh, in California, it's not even a game. I mean, I went to the grocery store the other day, and literally the, the bagger was like, I mean, you spend $100 when you leave the house. <laughs> Like, if you spend $100 when you leave the house, I mean, we are in real trouble. We are in real trouble. But yeah, I like what everything Shakora said. We need some we need some results at this point. We All the old stuff he's been talking about, like abortion, not abortion rights. I was <laughs> like, like, no, well, that's important. But I mean, like, as far as like um, people kind of doing these culture war things. Yes. I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear actual right. things that can be practically applied. I don't want to hear about your uh, being on um, drag, drag shows. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear about the, the ban on assault rifles. I, I want to hear on, yes, I want to hear about the ban on assault rifles. And I want to hear about, again, things that like actually help people. That I apply to my life. Because they claim that they have to ban drag queens <laughs> to save the children. I'm like, so are you being a priest? I just don't. It doesn't. Also, the children, they look like they doing fine over there. And well, until they get shot. I was about to say, the until they get shot because of the guns. Yeah. So there you have it. That's me and Jeremiah's thoughts. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. 1-855-MANDA-8-1-855-262-6328. All right. When we get back, we got more Black Green News and uh, small doses, side effects of respect. We're going to play a clip so that you all can listen and laugh and learn. That's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. You not tired? Um, no, I don't think I am. What is what? Okay, what is 29 like? How are you enjoying <laughs> it? Like? How are you enjoying it so far? Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like 29 is rough. I feel like it's a lot of just like ruminating. Like all your thoughts are ruminating <laughs> every day. That's that Saturn return. I told you. I'm like, ooh, I just want to watch Netflix, and I can't. I'm like, I feel like every day I'm having an existential crisis about something. Oh, yeah. But that's, you're right on time. That's great. No, listen. I mean, I know this brings you no solace. Right. I'm but like, okay. If you weren't going through this, I'd be looking at you like, hmm, slowness in development. <laughs> but this is right on time. Your Saturn return is a astrological uh, state of being that basically bases your maturation on the fact that the Saturn planet takes 30 years mm-hmm. to orbit the sun and that every 30 years you go through a new phase of adulthood. And so those two years before that 30 can be like real doozifying because you're, you're, you're not really sure of the things that you were sure about before you're questioning your friendships. You're questioning your purpose. My life, my life. I feel like my Saturday return had a five-hour interview before it came. Because I'm like, oh, you just came in ready. Bam! Like, you have all... It's true. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like 28, you was really kind of not in the same... It, it didn't start at 28. Well, I guess 28 was, like, bubbling, if that makes sense. Like, okay. It, it wasn't, like, on, like I wasn't having, like, existential crisis. But it's, like, regular stuff. Like, you know, just day-to-day, like, adulting and, like, life. But then I was, like, one day it was, like... The door open. <laughs> it's like, think about all these things in your life all at once, 24-7. That was me for two years. <laughs> okay. So Be Happy Years is only for right now. <laughs> that was me for 28 and 29. Just like every day waking up like, what are we doing? Every what day. is this all about? And then my dog, Junie's like, so are we going outside for a walk or no? I'm like, Junie... I'm going through things right now. I mean, I went, you know, listen, this was the year that my homegirl was like, this person you're dating, you shouldn't be dating them because they're they're not really like paying you the attention you deserve. And I was like, yeah, I have, you're right. You're right. And then six months later, she was like, do you mind if I date that oh, person? Oh. <laughs> she said he went right for you. But for me, we can go together. She always had so much plaque on her teeth. Oh. Um, That is that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't said it, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm just listening. Before we get into our Black Heart News, though, I do want to point out 
that it was on this day in history that civil rights leader Medgar Evers was shot in the front of his home in Jackson, Mississippi by Ku Klux Klan member Byron Dilla Beckwith in 1963. And I don't think a lot of people really understand just how impactful Medgar Evers was to voting rights mm-hmm. and to the movement that was going on in Mississippi. And I also don't think people really understand the amount of assassinations that were happening in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And that if we really, really, really think about it, these methodical manner in which they took down these people really did change the course of action for this country because had both the Kennedys survived, Martin, Malcolm, and Megar Evers, you can't tell me that the culture of this country wouldn't have shifted. I think it would have shifted and they wanted so badly to keep us back in this failed uh, experiment. Uh, well, it's not a failed experiment. They still, they wanted so badly to keep us trapped in this mindset of oppression that they literally took to death. So we got to send up our uh, thank yous to Medgar Evers for the work that he gave to us and for the fight that we still fight in his name. Shout out to Megan. You want some black red news? I do. Well, speaking of, you know, not too long ago, 1963, we're in 1946 with Donald Trump, in case you didn't know. And he's been indicted for 37 counts of all types of stuff. We'll break that down coming up this hour. Plus, prosecutors want Tory Lanez to spend 13 years behind bars for the Megan Thee Stallion shooting. Everybody going to jail. Everybody going to jail. (sighs) It's a bit excessive. (laughs) Everybody going to jail. And we'll talk about small doses, because you're not going to jail. No, I'm not. They was mad in your comments, though, about this clip. So they are always we got to talk about comments. it. Because you said something along the lines that traditional men in relationships want respect more than love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They like that. They ain't like that. We're going to break it down now later in the show. You know how we do. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Set It. And give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Up next, we got more Black Hero News. And uh, we're going to talk about it all. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's jump into some blacker news. All right. In case you live under a rock and haven't been known what's going on, <laughs> Donald Trump is facing 37 felony counts related to his handling of national defense documents after he left office. And it marks the first time a former president has faced federal charges. And Trump, of course, has denied our wrongdoing. I'm- this is the epitome <laughs> of how you got fought on your day off? On your day off. <laughs> Let me break these counts down real quick for you, Amanda. Okay. 31 counts of willful retention of classified documents. 31. One count of conspiracy to obstruct justice. One count of withholding doc- a document of, or record. One count of corruptly concealing a document or record. One count of concealing a document in a federal investigation. One count of a scheme to conceal. I didn't even know that was a count. <laughs> One count of making false statements and representations. And at least four of the charges carry a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Ooh. For the record, all of this could have been avoided. <laughs> all of it. If he had just given them back the documents. Just gave them back. What do you want them for anyway? Like That's why they're doing this. Because they're like, you acting funny. That count of scheme to conceal. I, I want to see where in the law book that exists. Because I think that's hilarious. Right. But I just feel like so much of this was avoidable. And that's why so many people who were like once on his team mm-hmm. are no longer on his team. Mm-hmm. Literally two of his lawyers quit the morning this came out. Also, you know who's getting charged with this? 
his He's body fine. man, yes. like his aide is also going to jail. Yes. Or facing charges for the same, some of the same counts. Y'all be sidling up to the wrong folks. Mm. I don't know why his aide thought he going to look out for me. He don't look no. out for nobody. He might try to pin all these 31 counts on you. All 37. <laughs> Actually, he took the box. He going to be like puff and shine and get a different lawyer. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Y'all better be careful with who you connected with. Jeremiah, I would never do that to you. Don't, well, I'm not going. I'm not committing no crimes. So. <laughs> and I'm, like, and I'm not asking Bennett, you to. And I ain't in it. So the real bonkers part of this is just the amount of evidence that they have. They mm-hmm. literally have conversations between him and the aide. There are some situations that I feel like are going to get thrown out. Like they have conversations that he had with his lawyer, and there's mm-hmm. like attorney-client privilege. So like I don't know why they would be able to even include that. But ultimately, this all boils down to the simple fact that Donald Trump was asked several times Mm. to return this material and just refused to. And if you see the pictures, it's bonkers. He got these boxes all over the damn house, y'all. But the picture with the boxes in the bathroom (laughs) that not only, by the way, is a bathroom, but simultaneously has both a chandelier (laughs) and a cloth curtain. (laughs) On a Walmart extendable rod. It's Mar-a-Lago. A little little zest. But that, to me, really was what opened my eyes. Like, oh, man, like, this man really is a, he's a fool. Like, he really thought none of this was going to hit him. And now we keep seeing the narrative, especially on Fox News and the like, where people are saying, what about Hillary? What about her emails? For the record, I just want to clarify this for y'all. One, Hillary was investigated twice Mm -hmm. about these emails. Two, She was sent emails that she did not know were classified Mm -hmm. and then handled them as if they were regular because she thought they were regular. Then it was uncovered that they were classified and she was investigated and found to have done no willful wrongdoing. Okay, that's the key word. Willful. Also want to add when this happened, Donald Trump was bringing this up during their debates and was constantly (laughs) saying how terrible she was and how she had gotten let Mm -hmm. off the hook and that when he was in office, he was never going to let anybody go through that. He was never going to let anybody get away with that. And guess what? (laughs) He was right. He was right. He turned this offense from a misdemeanor into a felony. He had people chanting, lock her up, y'all. Not anybody lock him up. They about to lock her up. (laughs) Him being her. Okay. Because he a bitch. Uh, then on top of all of this, you have all of these Republicans who are boldly standing by him saying, mm-hmm. how dare this happen? How dare this be a weaponization of the Justice Department? Y'all, this is what the Justice Department does. Right. There's some people who had like the shirt says like, free my cousin. It's like, well, your cousin murdered somebody. Willfully. What, willfully. So I don't know if we want to free him just yet. Just yet. He might I be mean, going to jail. <laughs> there are consequences to actions. Yes. And I know that Donald Trump has been looked at and named the Teflon Don up until this point. But the fact of the matter is he was given every opportunity mm-hmm. to return these documents. And I know a lot of y'all are out here saying like, they just going after him, et cetera, et cetera. And y'all are the same ones who were probably in the comments saying, man, they better kick John Morant <laughs> off the Memphis Grizzlies. He knew better than to flash that gun the second time. Listen, keep that same energy. Keep it. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Tory Lanez, also possibly facing prison time. God dang. Keep it like right here. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it's not... Why do I keep laughing? I don't know. You got the giggles? I think I have the giggles. But this sec- this story is not funny, but it's just like another example, like we talked about with the last story mm-hmm. of Donald Trump setting himself up to now have life come at him fast. Very Here fast. we see the same happening with Tory Lanez. I have a question for you, though. Okay. When like Tory Lanez takes his mugshot, you think that's like lower the camera for him to... Take the picture. No, I think they put him on a box. Okay. Just one. I was just curious. I, was I think curious. they have a box. So they bring like standing. Yeah, they're like, bring in the box. Can somebody get the box? We need the box. <laughs> I'm screaming. All right, y'all. Black Red News. So, in case you didn't know, prosecutors filed a memo to suggest how many years that Tory Lanez was. <laughs> Every time I see this man's real name, it's so funny. His real name is Daystar Peterson. Why is it a Daystar? I don't know. He's going to be spending a lot of nights and days Ooh, behind dang. bars. But they filed a memo to find out how long Tory should spend behind bars for the 2020 um, Megan Thee Stallion shooting. So par- the prosecution team says 13 years is justified due to Lane's past and recent actions stated, quote unquote, he invited harassment of Megan Thee Stallion. They're doing a lot. <laughs> They're doing a lot. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a very annoying person, clearly, by the way that he has carried himself throughout this whole process. But 13 years is wildly excessive for a to my understanding, the charge was it was a manslaughter? No, it's not manslaughter. It's attempt, it's like an attempted, it's like a reckless yada yada charge. Mm. But then you think about it, I mean, didn't the brat serve like eight years for a bottle or something? She served like her sentence was like crazy for hitting somebody with a bottle. They're not playing no more. Well, they never play with black folks. They never play black people. That's another thing. So you black. You can't you can't come in there with your uh, Malcolm X glasses and church shoes and you're about to get off. <laughs> and your Canadian passport yeah, and think like, you're about to get off. They're not doing it. Rock Nation don't have your back. <laughs> they don't have you. Ooh, wonder- 13 years is wild, though. I mean, I, it depends on who you ask. I think people, because again, I, I remember right before this, he got into a fight with like August Alcina, like backstage at a, at a um, concert. So I think that's what they're trying to like say. Like if you look at his behavior. That's not how the, yeah, that's not, that's how, not how law works. That's not how it works. But you know, they try to like add in a little, every little thing to. Yes, but we have to be objective. And at yeah. the end of the day, he was not on trial for getting that's into correct. an argument with August Alcina. And if they want to bring charges up for that, then they need to do that and they need to try it. And then they need to run the, run the, uh, run the sentencing concurrently. This was specifically about Megan Thee Stallion. Now, I do think there's something to be said for the fact that he did lead a campaign of disinformation. Like, mm-hmm. they have said that. They have said that that attributed to their reasoning for 13 years, but I I don't necessarily... You're not buying it. 13 years is an extremely long time. I know for Megan, she's probably like, there's no... He was trying to kill me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... But I think ultimately, when we look at just the way sentencing is handed down, mm-hmm. um, 13 years with possible probation at what point mm-hmm. is really the conversation that also has to be had, right? Um, and a lot of times, you know, they do these big numbers so that DAs and prosecutors can look like, man, we right. really did it. Look at us. We suck it to him. And that's why we have to remember that this justice system isn't really always about justice. A lot of times it's about a lot of other things and getting people promotions, et cetera, et cetera. So I... You know, I think this whole scenario is terrible. Mm -hmm. It was horrific. And I think it it really is seemingly not ending. I feel like every (laughs) day we got an update with We still be talking, but I do think 13 years is excessive. And I will just say, y'all, about Tory Lanez and Donald Trump, 
don't take no classified documents and don't shoot nobody. That's it. It never ends well. That's a real great advice that's, that you that's, just that's gave. That's the takeaway. <laughs> if you listen, like, what's the takeaway this? Don't shoot nobody and don't take no classified documents. You know, the Bible does teach lessons. <laughs> and Jeremiah, like the Bible, did teach you some lessons. Just taught y'all something. There you go. That's it for Black Your News. Coming up, we're going to talk about Small Doses Podcast. This week, we had side effects of R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And we're going to get into it next on the Amanda Seal Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I am Jeremy Like the Bible. And it is time for... McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Politicians say the darndest things. Y'all, today we got the man's, Ricky, Ricky Smiley's man, uh, Teddy Riley's man, Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. 76, <laughs> born in 1946. Yes. That's a long life. That's a long life. to make America life. great, like 1946. Oof. Well, he had this to say during a campaign rally in Georgia. So listen to this. To stop the Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting conservatives, I will direct a completely overtold, and this is so important, so important, a completely overhauled DOJ to investigate every radical DA in America for their illegal racist and reverse enforcement of the law. Racist in reverse enforcement of the law. So basically... You did something that you wasn't supposed to do. Right. Taking them documents. Had them in the bathroom. They asked you several times, can you, like, give us the documents back? You said, no. And actually, that is like body man. Move some stuff so they can find Why do you it. keep calling him a body man? That's the job title. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, president's A, I know this because I was researching this. Not because of this, just because of I be researching <laughs> But the president's like A is called a body man. That is a thing I learned this week because mm-hmm. body man sounds like something from like John Wick. I was, that's why I was like, what is a body man? But yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, well, his body man going to have to protect his body in the bin. <laughs> okay, don't drop this out. So here's the thing, though. Again, he's saying that the laws being enforced mm-hmm. is racism in reverse, even though he made the law. Yeah. He went beyond his Richard Nixon law and order. And then the law, he broke the law that he made. I just... <laughs> I guess for me, for me, I don't think... Okay, sometimes we are really doing a lot of critical thinking here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are taking things and synthesizing them to another level that really makes people be like, oh, I didn't even think of it that way. I don't think this is that. This to me feels like real ground level. Like you did something they told you not to do and then you went and did it and now you're being held accountable for it. Mm -hmm. Because you said you wanted people to be held accountable for doing this thing. 
And yet all these people are behind you like, you shouldn't be held accountable for it. And what we really have to apply with critical thinking here is it's the simple fact that these people think laws should not apply to them right? because they are white and wealthy. Mm -hmm. That's it. They're above it. He really thought he was going to get away with it. Like it's Scooby-Doo. How is this reverse racism? You know, he love a, little, a good a little buzzword <laughs> to get the people going at the campaign. Because also, this is a campaign rally. Let's keep that in mind. So he's going to say whatever little buzzword he can to get people. Because, no, no, I mean, it is shade, actually. I be feeling like Trump supporters don't really be listening to him. Like when he's giving like these long speeches. So he throws in like little like buzzwords here and there to be like, oh, reverse racism. Woke. The left. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. They hear those little keywords and they keep them going. They keep them engaged. But these long pros about like justice and stuff, they don't be hearing none of that. They don't know what that means. They, Lord, racism in reverse was, this is racist in reverse. He didn't even get it right. He could have just said it's reverse racism. This is racist in reverse. <laughs> You'll get that on the shirt, watch. You have merch coming out. <laughs> I just think that we have to remember, once again, I need to remind y'all, these people didn't have to have a degree to get in these positions. Mm. They literally just needed to have money, popularity, and connections. So for those of you out there who really actually want to do good for the people, who want to show up as a public servant and not as a politician, really it just boils down to those three factors. And what's going to make a difference in the civics of it all is us as Black people and those of us with like-minded thoughts around how our Public servants showed up, should show up getting behind folks who actually want to show up in that way. And that's something I'm trying to wrap my head around because it really is going to be the bottom line. You can't keep telling people to vote and not giving them people to vote for. Right. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. When we get back, we got more big facts for you. 60 seconds worth of them, actually. The 60 second headlines and the big up, let down are coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the Bible. And it's June 12th. It is. Happy birthday to comedian Lil Duval as well as Grandmaster D of Houdini. Friends how many of us have them? Friends. Ones we can depend on. Did you know that was a Houdini song? I think I knew that like subconsciously. I mean it's one of those songs that really proves just how impactful hip hop is. You know we've been celebrating 50 years of hip hop Mm -hmm. and that's a record that came out before me, came out before you, mm-hmm. and yet here we are both right. quoting I don't know it. How I, even, how I even know that Exactly. Song. <laughs> Just how so I know it. Same. Same. Uh, what do we got coming up this hour? Come this hour, we got our favorite segment, Posture to the Darndest Things, and your mans, well, y'all mans, not our mans, Donald Trump. I was going to say, uh, who's mans? So many people. Whose mans is this? Teddy Riley's man. <laughs> Teddy Riley's man. Touche. Donald Trump said some crazy stuff, y'all. About racism, but a special type of racism. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, we got 60 second headlines and we got the big up let down. Well, alert, it's Teddy Riley. Mm-mm, 
actually, you know what? I have the perfect sound effect for that. Because I never thought we would be here, Amanda. No, I didn't. Every day, we move further and further. But you know what? (laughs) This is a great example, though, of like, can you separate someone's art from their idiocy? Sometimes the idiocy be so like loud, though. Well, that's a case of like Kanye, right? <laughs> um, you know, it was just like, oh, like you're just taking it. So for me, it's really about like, does your art align with your idiocy? Right. So like when you have Kanye, who had like so much music that was really rooted in like black power, mm-hmm. black empowerment. But then like in your actual life, you're like consistently undermining that. Mm-hmm. I can't listen to that because the hypocrisy, it's going to give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Okay. Like Gina Rodriguez. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know. You know. If you don't know, you know. But no, like, Good Life is one of my favorite songs. And I can't, every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh my God. I mean, listen, that entire album, Graduation, was one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. But again, you are a hypocrite. And so it makes the music not, it's literally like, okay, if Bob Marley had lived long enough Mm -hmm. to then turn around and be like, God save our gracious queen, I would have been like, Bob. How do we get here? What are we doing? Nobody's supposed to be here. I really need Deborah Cox to just record a special, (laughs) how do we get here? Nobody's supposed to be here just for us. She should come on the show and sing it. She could do a drop for us. Uh, that would bring me so much joy. But Deborah, I say, where you at? Come on. I say all that to say that, for the record, I'm going to still listen to the guy, even <laughs> though Teddy Riley gets a let down because he's on some other stuff. But we got more show for you, so keep it locked right here. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our show on where you get your podcasts mm-hmm. because it's available everywhere, okay? Just search The Amanda Seals Show. When we get back, it's time to keep on listening, laughing, and learning because this is The Amanda Seals Show. Do I need to say it one more time? I literally said The Amanda Seals Show 50, 11 times just now. I'm going to say it again. It's The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I am Jeremy Like the Bible. And it is time for... Politicians say the darndest things. Y'all, today we got the man, Ricky, Ricky Smiley's man, uh, Teddy Riley's man, Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. 76, <laughs> born in 1946. Yes. That's a long life. That's trying a long to make life. America great. Like 1946. Well, he had this to say during a campaign rally in Georgia. So listen to this. To stop the Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting conservatives, I will direct a completely overtold, and this is so important, so important, a completely overhauled DOJ to investigate every radical DA in America for their illegal racist in reverse enforcement of the law. Racist in reverse enforcement of the law. So basically, you did something that you wasn't supposed to do. Right. Taking them documents. Had them in the bathroom. They asked you several times, can you, like, give us the documents back? You said, no. And actually, that is like body man moves some stuff so they can find Why do you it. keep calling him a body man? That's the job title. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, President's A, I know this because I was researching this. Not because of this, just because of I've been researching <laughs> But the president's like A is called a body man. That is a thing I learned this week because mm-hmm. body man sounds like something from like John Wick. I was, that's why I was like, what is a body man? But yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, well, his body man going to have to protect his body in the bin. <laughs> okay, don't drop this out. So here's the thing, though. Again, he's saying that the laws being enforced mm-hmm. is racism in reverse. 
even though he made the law. Yeah. He went beyond his Richard Nixon law and order. And then the law, he broke the law that he made. I just... <laughs> I guess for me, for me, I don't think... Okay, sometimes we are really doing a lot of critical thinking here, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we are taking things and synthesizing them to another level that really makes people be like, oh, I didn't even think of it that way. I don't think this is that. This to me feels like real ground level. Like you did something they told you not to do and then you went and did it and now you're being held accountable for it. Because mm -hmm. you said you wanted people to be held accountable for doing this thing. And yet <laughs> all these people are behind you like, you shouldn't be held accountable for it. <laughs> and what we really have to apply with critical thinking here is it's the simple fact that these people think laws should not apply to them right. because the they are right. white and wealthy. Mm -hmm. That's it. They're above it. He really thought he was going to get away with it, like his Scooby-Doo. How is this reverse racism? <laughs> you know, he love a little, a good, a little buzzword. <laughs> to get the people going at the campaign. Because also, this is a campaign rally. Let's keep that in mind. So he's going to say whatever little buzzword he can to get people... Because... No, no, I mean, it is shade, actually. I be feeling like Trump supporters don't really be listening to him. Like, when he's giving, like, these long speeches. So he throws in, like, little, like, buzzwords here and there to be like, oh, reverse racism. Woke. The left. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. They hear those little keywords, and they, and they keep them going. They keep them engaged. But these long pros about, like, justice and stuff, they don't be hearing none of that. They don't know what that means. They <laughs> Lord. Racism in reverse was, this is racist in reverse. He didn't even get it right. He could have just said, it's reverse racism. This is racist. In reverse. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get that on the shirt, watch. You have merch coming out. <laughs> I just think that we have to remember, once again, I need to remind y'all, these people didn't have to have a degree to get in these positions. Mm -hmm. They literally just needed to have money, popularity, and connections. So for those of you out there who really actually want to do good for the people, who want to show up as a public servant and not as a politician, really it just boils down to those three factors. And what's going to make a difference in the civics of it all is us as black people and those of us with like-minded thoughts around how our public servants showed up, should show up getting behind folks who actually want to show up in that way. And that's something I'm trying to wrap my head around because it really is going to be the bottom line. You can't keep telling people to vote and not giving them people to vote for. That's right. Facts. Right. Big facts. Big facts. When we get back, we got more big facts for you. 60 seconds worth of them, actually. That's right. The 60 second headlines and the big up let down are coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Woohoo! This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by... Jeremiah, like the Bible. Aren't y'all glad you got through a Monday? I mean, it was a crazy week last week. The week ended on like a... Blah-ow! Yeah, yeah. And the week is just getting started. The summer is just getting started. In it's LA, is it? Ju well... <laughs> I'm like, where's the summer? Touche. But we were on the East Coast last, last year. Last week, summer was there. S listen, it was beautiful in D.C. Minus the air quality. Uh, right. I was like, oh... There's a lady on there's a lady on Fox News who literally was like, if Biden was a real president, oh my god, he would be Go <laughs> he would be invading Canada for sending the air from the wildfires down to America. And th those are the people that I'd be like, 
What does that even mean? You've achieved a new level <laughs> of commitment to your foolishness. And they be serious. I don't know if she's serious. No, they be serious. This is the Perino lady. I don't know. She just. Oh, okay. Right. Like, you can't even take her serious. So I don't know if she takes I herself serious. I thought this serious. was like a, a real life person that they showed on Fox News. No. The real life people, they be serious. They, they be, be really dead be serious. That. Yes. And that's something like, who wants, why would anybody want to be the president? Because at this point. There was somebody on Fox News recently who just had common sense, though, because when the same lady was like, but about Hillary, she was like, stop. It's not about Hillary. Please stop. They gonna fire her. I know. I hope, I hope she got her last two weeks. <laughs> hope she's been saving because they about to let her go. But we talked all about Donald Trump being indicted over his classified documents earlier in the show. We also mm-hmm. talked about how the Supreme Court is protecting black voter rights in Alabama. I know it sounds crazy, y'all, but trust me, it's true. We also did the big up let down and it was... Teddy Riley, who let us down. All the way down. Rump shaker. If we, they, I don't think they understand. I think they missed that. They had to go back to the podcast, Amanda. Yeah, because I don't think y'all understand. Like, it really is a problem. Um, and, I mean, it's not saying that it's a problem, like, in a grand, like, big way. But it is just something to be said that, like, Teddy Riley, who I feel like we all have a mm-hmm. belovedness for his contribution musically. Yeah. Somebody needs to take his phone. But for every Teddy Riley, there are like a thousand other black men that got the same thought process and stuff that I'm actually scared of and worried about because they be voting. They do be voting. But don't say that, Jeremiah, because then people are going to be like, Amanda Seals hates black men. It's like, nope, I just hate anybody. Now, you know what? I'm not even going to say I hate because I don't hate. I just, like you, am afraid of the power that people who are uninformed mm-hmm. and who also are coming from individualist mindsets mm-hmm. have in changing the course of the lives of those of us who actually want to see others succeed. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, remember, if you did miss any part of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Respect. And you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. And keep your calls and the comments coming in. Our lines are open 24-7, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Would love to hear from you. If you learned anything this week, I would love to hear about it because you know I do my Things I Learned This Week segment on Fridays. And I would love to hear from you. What would a candidate for president need to say to make you vote for them or to make you even vote at all? Hit us up. Give us a call. What do we got coming up tomorrow? Tomorrow, we go talk about the Big Up Let Down or Black Renew 60 Seconds. Plus, Cracker Barrel is getting backlash for supporting Pride. And apparently, Devon Franklin says he sometimes cries himself to sleep after his divorce from Megan Good. Damn. <laughs> All that didn't work. Don't laugh. <laughs> That's funny. Devon's a nice dude, though. He's every time, every time I see Devon, you know, and he does. Listen, I think outwardly he comes off as kind of like maybe phony. But in person, like, I don't, I don't get that from him. And I used to feel the same way about Nick Cannon. Like, Nick Cannon outwardly used to be like, oh, my God, this guy's so corny. But, like, in person, like, he regular. No, I believe Devon be crying. I, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. I'm, that's why it's funny. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to about that tomorrow. Though. This man said, that's why it's funny. You are a heartless Gemini. Y'all, cancer season is around the corner, and you know we do not find crying funny. We find it very real and necessary to do at least once a day. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.
We are making history and celebrating our history with the Urban One Podcast Network. Can you recognize the red flags of narcissistic abuse? Who Listen to the Black Health 365 podcast as Brit and Jackie welcome author and empowerment influencer Kendall T. Johnson. By raising awareness and educating others, Kendall hopes to prevent future narcissistic traumas and abusive behavior within our community. Listen to the Black Health 365 podcast. Celebrate our history through conversations and stories on the Urban One Podcast Network. To listen, go to urbanwoodpodcast.com or wherever you get podcasts. Come on now, stop playing. All right, let's go. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Aren't it protective styles? Yeah. Yes and no. They're protective styles, but they're also going to pull oh, yeah. at yeah, okay. your edges. So it's like, that makes sense. what do you want? What do yeah. you want? You know what I want, though? To not do my hair. So I may have to <laughs> just get into that. You know, they got my headband wigs now. Put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up Tuesday, we got more Blacker news. The Big Up Let Down. Cracker Barrel getting backlash for supporting Pride. And Devon Franklin says he sometimes cries himself to sleep after his divorce from Megan. So I guess it ain't all good. All that is coming up on Tuesday's Amanda Seal Show.